0: Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the corner of Truth and Courage. You're listening to Fortress of Faith. Uh, We were going to be having Dr. David Kistler back with us here today. He was an eyewitness of what happened there at the Capitol Chaos, uh, there back on uh, December, January the 6th, a week ago, Wednesday. And, uh, and all the things that befell that in the, in the chaos there. And he was an eyewitness that we had bad actors show up who were not part of the MAGA crowd. And, and he got into a bit of a scuffle with some of them trying to prevent them from doing what they were doing. That, uh, breaking in through the barriers. And, uh, and sadly, some of the uh, uh, patriots of the MAGA crowd followed them in giving a bad name for Trump and the movement of the Make America Great. And I'm here to tell you that there's plenty of evidence this was a setup. This was an entrapment uh, by, the, uh, by the liberals to entrap Trump and the Make America Great crowd. And I'm here to tell you that this movement is not over. It is not over at the least. But the presidency of President Trump is going to be over. I'm going to share with you here some things that I've been hearing for the last three, four, five days. I have contacts and sources. Some of these people are former government people, former FBI, former CIA types, uh, government intelligence. Not at liberty to share why and how I have some of these contacts there, but nevertheless, I have that And we were hearing things that were coming out of Washington. And I want to share with you some things that looked like President Trump was going to do, but I now have gotten word that uh, this is not going to happen. And I'm here to tell you, America, we were really, really close at what I believe to be the beginning of a civil war. I want our listeners to listen very, very carefully. Some of you are out of the country. You're, you're not, you're not part of the, as a citizen here of America, and You may not understand our laws and understand some of our legal, legal, uh, the process. And there's still that I, I'm, I'm still learning, folks. But you, you need to understand that half of a great deal of those who voted. In this election, about 70 million of us are convinced because we have listened to the evidence of Giuliani. The media has not been showing it. They've not been listening to it. They've not been playing it. They've been playing it down and saying it's unfounded. No evidence that uh, that election fraud occurred and has simply been dismissed. And let me say this. There were 52 attempts that Trump tried to get the courts to listen to the case. 51 times he was turned down. Not because of the merits of the cases. In other words, it wasn't because the evidence wasn't strong or compelling, but because the standing for these courts to hear these cases were not there. And this is a disaster in our legal system, in our court system. And as a result of it, Trump was not given his day in court. Now, now, President-elect Biden has told us and he's made his inauguration to be a let's unite America theme. And, and and listen, listen carefully. Now, I know Joe Biden would never listen to my broadcast. But if I could talk, if I could say something to, to President Joe Biden-elect, here's what I say. You have an opportunity to unite this nation. And it's a very simple thing. All you have to do is this. Give Trump his day in court. Let's hear the evidence. I'm sure you don't want to be a president that got there fraudulently. Please, give Trump his day in court. Send this back to the states. Let a public hearing be made in the five states where the election fraud is alleged to have occurred. And let's hear the evidence. Don't suppress it. And let's get to the truth. If you're the president, then we'll follow you. If not, we're going to have a hard time following you, and we will remain a divided nation. Given that Trump knows the evidence that he should be the president for the next four years, but this presidency has been stolen away from him. Folks, there's a term for this. This is called sedition this is treason this is a treasonous act that the players Biden and Kamala committed and Trump was about to go to the last stage and this is what I was hearing for a few days and I've kind of been sitting on this for some time and we've been waiting and watching to see what would happen and I'm here to tell you had he done it here's what here's what would here's what he would have done he would have declared the Insurrection Act. And invoking the Insurrection Act, he would first call upon the players who are committing their treason, who are trying to steal away. This is called a coup d'etat. This is a clever coup d'etat that was pulled off. And I'm convinced this has happened, and many of us are. And so, because there was a, a stealing of the election, a coup d'etat, that's a crime. That is, that is sedition, that is treason. And he would call on them to end and quit their treason. And if they didn't, then the army, the military, would arrest the parties for their crimes. So what we would have seen was the arrest of Biden and Kamala and possibly, I was hearing rumors, of Pelosi Uh, being arrested, too, in her parts of her treason to try to remove the president from his office, which is legally his. Now, if that occurred, you know things were going to go south real quickly in our nation. I'm here to tell you, we were days away. This was heavily contemplated. Here's what we were hearing, that the army wasn't with him. The special forces were, the marines were, the U.S. uh, Air Force were. So we would have had a divided military, and it possibly would have invoked a war amongst the military over this. And as a result, because Trump did not have support, I've heard reports that he has stepped down from doing that. Now, I've been sitting on this for, for a while with pins and needles in, a, in two minds. What should happen? Should he do it? I mean, he has the power and he has the right to protect the presidency from a treasonous act to steal away the election. But it would be seen as one arresting his political opponents. And you know the media is not going to spin it for him. They're going to spin it everything against him. And so we would have had a serious division within our nation. But I'm here to tell you, this isn't Trump's fault. Trump's not the one who did wrong here. The wrong is those who have stolen the election. Now that leaves us with, what do we do? What do we do? Well, my hope and prayer is that in time, God will bring about the evidence. God has a way of bringing justice. And I pray that God will bring justice. And it may be beyond our ability to do it. But God may have a way of doing it. And some things may somehow leak and get out there and may cause an investigation in such a way that the truth will be told. And if the truth is that Biden he did get elected properly without the theft, I'd be happy. I would. I wouldn't want him as our president. I'm going to be honest with you there, because I believe he's going to be a disaster for our nation, for our economy, for our defense, and he's going to support things that are ungodly and um, and, and put our country at great risk and weakness, and and so... He certainly, I'm not going to be, uh, I wouldn't want him to be president, but if he truly deserves to be the president, thing is, I'll never know because an investigation will not occur. But God may bring about a way to do this. God has a way of doing these things. And let me remind you, God has a way of coming through at, in the very end. Remember the story of Esther. I love that story. And here you had a plot. I mean, you talk about a story full of drama and sedition and all these things and attempts to destroy people. And remember Haman? I mean, Haman was such an evil, manipulative man. He manipulated King Ahasuerus to to get him to write a decree that would bring about the destruction of the Jews. And he hated Mordecai. Oh, he hated him with a passion. And he was plotting for the death of Mordecai and even built gallows 50 cubits high. Uh, planning for Mordecai to swing from those gallows. But did that happen? No, it wasn't uh, Mordecai swinging there. Haman was the one who ended up swinging from those gallows. And that was after he walked around with Mordecai on the king's horse and calling out praises to Mordecai. And God turned the tables around. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. We may not understand why certain things happen the way they do. I've had times of great disappointments, disasters, one that comes to mind often. And it was such a learning lesson for me. I was in Bible College. I sang for I literally I sang my way through college for three years. I was part of the um, traveling ensemble, uh, music uh, ensemble and representing the college in churches and in schools. and 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 we had this was a small college, uh, Baptist University of America. We had three, about four hundred students there in Atlanta. And we had these old, old minivans that we traveled in. There was uh, 14 of us singing, and then, of course, our sponsor and and, uh, and so on there. And so we, had, uh, we traveled in these minivans to churches there, and they were breaking down. I mean, they were held together with duct tape. And we prayed that God would somehow give us something better to travel in. And a church gave us a school bus. An old yellow school bus. We prayed for the money to fix it up. We put a new engine in it and painted it and put in new seats. We put in seats from uh, from airplanes. I mean, we had airline uh, seats in this. This was great. And everything we had in there was, uh, we prayed for it and God provided it. And it was a great uh, uh, opportunity of us watching God perform and, and meet our needs. We just took this on ourselves. And we were getting ready to go on our summer tour. And, uh, and we got word that the administration was not going to let us travel representing the college in an old school bus. I mean, this school bus was much better than those old, you know, flea bitten vans that we were riding in and we were gutted. I mean, we worked so hard on this thing and we were so destroyed with the, what, you're not going to let us uh, travel in that after all the work we did, did on that. And, um. And we didn't realize it, that someone had donated to the school two brand new minivans. What we thought was God's blessing was this bus. No, God rewarded our faith and our work by giving us brand new minivans. What you think is a disaster, God has a way of turning out for the good. Join us again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.